Today's episode is brought to you by FredMotivates.com. Learn more about the love and success approach to leadership and how it can build school community, craft better leaders on your campus, and reduce bullying, depression, and the things that surround these subjects by going to FredMotivates.com. And right now, when you go to the shop tab, you can use the code TEACHERRECHARGE at checkout to receive 10% off your entire order. You can get the Acknowledge Someone Baseball Tee, the Acknowledge Someone T-Shirt, the Table of Love logo mug, all of which help this message get out to more students and more schools across the country. Awesome. All you got to do is go to fredmotivates.com today. My name is Fred Cap. I'm the host of this Teacher Recharge podcast, and this is the final episode of season one. Oh my goodness, do we have a fantastic show for you. Let's get it going. Recharge listeners, welcome back to another edition of the Teacher Recharge Podcast, the only podcast on the internet hosted by Jeboy, DJ Two Straws, aka Fred Cap, aka It's Me, the worst Mario impression of all time. It is the end of season one. This is the final episode of season one, and it has been a fantastic season. Hopefully, we have affected you in a positive way. If we have, if you could just let me know. So you can message me, teacherrechargepodcast at gmail.com, or you can message me directly on the Twitter or the Instagram at teacherrecharge. I would love to hear that. And then also, if it's affecting you in a positive way, if you could let all the teachers you know know so that we can continue to bring you amazing guests, amazing content with strategies, tips, stories, comedy, the whole nine yards to start your week off on a positive note. And this week, we're going to end this season with a bang because we have literally a superstar on the show. His name is Gary Vaden, a.k.a. Mr. Vaden, a.k.a. Darth Vaden, a.k.a. The Goat himself. He's an admissions counselor at the University of Alabama. Yeah, the University of Alabama in the distance learning programs. He's a retired educator from in Texas. He was a band director for 12 years, a high school counselor for 18 years. He grew up in Monahans, Texas, went to Angelo State, Saul Ross State University, and he loves helping students achieve their goals. He loves affecting students' lives in a positive way, and I'm going to be honest, he is one of the best mentors I've ever had. He's one of the best people that I've ever known. And I hope I'm not building him up too much. I'm definitely not. I, in fact, I don't know if I'm building him up, him up enough. But with that said, enough of the buildup. Let's get into the episode with the man himself, Gary Vaden. Enjoy. All right, Teacher Recharge listeners, we have saved the best for last. I don't play favorites unless I do, which I do this week. We have none other than the Gary Vaden with us today, joining us from Alabama, correct? 
Yes, sir. The University of Alabama. The University of Alabama. He's an absolute legend. Can you tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now and maybe a little bit about your background in education and and everything? I mean, you have such a big background here. Absolutely. Currently, I'm an admission counselor for distance learning programs. The programs that I have under my umbrella are the education programs. So if you need a master's degree in education, I'm your guy. I also have early childhood education, bachelor programs, as well as the bachelor, master, and doctorate programs in social work. All those are under my umbrella. So I do visit with students, prospective students who want an online degree on a daily basis, either via phone or through email. Back before I came to the University of Alabama, I was a high school counselor in Texas for 18 years. Before that, I was a band director for 12 years. Loved it. After 30 years, I thought, okay, it's time to retire and follow the dreams that I always had. You know, I was always telling students, follow your dream. So why not follow my dream? So I retired, moved to Alabama without a job. Fortunately, I was fortunate enough to be able to fulfill that dream and get on at the university. Amazing. And and I was privileged enough to know you in those last couple years that you were at the high school, which was Odessa High School. What, uh, where were you a band director at? So I was a band director in small towns in Texas, Burr, Klondike, oh. Rawls. Mm-hmm. So those were my band stops. And then I thought I'm not reaching students like I want to. So then I went into counseling. Did you graduate from Saul Ross? Yes. With my master's, correct. That is super cool. So if you don't know anything about Saul Ross State University, you might want to look it up. It's in a very small town that I grew up in for like four or five years there in Alpine, Texas. The further west you go in Texas, you actually get to mountains and Alpine has mountains all the way around. It's beautiful. It's an absolutely beautiful place and not too shabby of a university there either. No, it produces people like me. So, you know, it's got to be good. I mean, it's got to be great, isn't it? (laughs) Well, this podcast is all about helping teachers start their week off on a positive note so that they can make the biggest impact possible during the week. So with that said, the first thing I really want to ask you here is on Monday, how did you, how are you making sure that you hit the week running? How are you making sure that you go to school and you are just pumped up and ready for the week? So the way I start my week, I always look at my calendar. The first thing I do every morning, plan ahead. That way, those things that we all know happen, get blindsided by. You're familiar with what you have on your calendar. So you know if you can take on more, sometimes you don't have that option. I totally understand. However, if you keep your calendar up to date, then you have more justification of why you couldn't do something that may be thrown at you from the left or right side. The other thing is I put last week behind me or the week before. And, you know, a lot of people don't realize you've got to do that. In order to move forward with positives, you got to let the negatives from last week go. So I spent a lot of time of self-talking in regards to what happened, what do I need to do different to keep that from happening again. And so I kind of go through that ritual of self-talk and making mm-hmm. sure that I'm promoting myself as in a positive way so that the others can feel positive when they come in and visit with me. Something I 
just happened to know about you is you can really tell that you do that because you are a, a leader who leads by example. I really don't know if I've ever met an educator that is as kind-hearted and positive as you. And, and, it, and it's cool to know just how you do that, which is, which is one of the reasons why I wanted to interview you because I want to get to the bottom of this stuff. But well, I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Well, one thing I do want to mention before we keep going on is, is just kind of how we know each other. So I was in this thing in high school called the Wild Bunch. And Gary Vaden, a.k.a. Mr. Vaden, a.k.a. Darth Vaden, a.k.a. like a million other nicknames, was the sponsor for this crazy... When I say cheer squad, I don't mean cheer squad. It was not your put on... Uh, cheerleading outfits and lead cheers. It was your very much a heckling group. <laughs> and 100%. we had a ton of fun. And what's I, what I really, really appreciate about Vaden here is that he just has a way of interacting with people and talking with people where he is just a hundred percent himself and he is not afraid to be himself, which in turn, teaches his students or teaches whoever he's talking to. I don't even know if you know you do this, but it put out to me that, okay, well, yo, he does that. I can do that. And that's, in my opinion, that's why we were so crazy in high school. I remember we got in trouble one time because uh, I know it's not story time yet, but I'll, we got in trouble one time because during the OHS Permian pep rally, and if you don't know anything about Odessa High School, it's because for some reason in Friday Night Lights, they didn't even mention us, whatever. Anyways, uh, even though we are the Odessa High School. Amen. We, <laughs> we were at this OHS Permian Pep Rally, and it's, it's you know, the big rivalry in our hometown. And we all dressed up like Oompa Loompas, including you, I believe, yeah? Yes. We had, like, we had wigs and stuff on, and we sang a song that had some dicey lyrics at the end. <laughs> and... Yeah, no, it was great. We uh, definitely pushed the line every once in a while, but that's but what all those lyrics were factual, so you know, true, true. <laughs> very true. Awesome. Well, hey, I am very curious to know what is something that you have failed at, and how did you react to that? What did you learn from that failure? So something I failed at is listening and listening for signs from students. You know, students like to put up a front and. They're talking to you and they're telling you things. And if you're not actively listening to them, then you're missing the point. And I actually did that a few times and I missed the point and it bothered me because I do take every student personally into that moment. I feel like that is important and they need to know you do that. So what I did was I learned how to become a better active, active listener. You've got to re- listen between the lines. They're not going to come out and directly tell you what's going on or what that looks like. So becoming a better active listener is important. Listen to what they're saying to you as a whole. Yes, I know we have millions of other things going through our head. And sometimes those students come at the wrong time and they want us taught to you. And so you're acting like you're listening and they're giving you this great story, but you're not listening. (laughs) And so you miss that point. So after that happened to me, I became a better active listener. And I think that's so critical in dealing with students. Yeah, no, definitely. I, you know, that's, that's something that 
has kind of come up this week in my life, um, just kind of talking to other teachers. And I, I saw a YouTube video that popped up on my feed too, that was talking about how, you know, first impressions are so inaccurate. And so you never know what's going on in that student's life, just like they don't know what's going on in your life. So we have to keep ourselves open to listening to that stuff. I love that thought. And I love that you learn that from, you know, something that could be turned into a, in, into something that you say, oh man, I, I suck. But instead you don't, <laughs> you look at it and you say, look, I don't suck. It's all good. I'm just going to do better next time. That's absolutely what I use all for it. Stop and move forward. Right. Exactly. I love it. So right before the break, I would like to ask you one other thing. And that is what makes you unique? I feel like almost crazy asking that because it's just you, but explain. So what makes me unique and what I take pride in is I'm not afraid to do crazy things. I color my hair, <laughs> shave my head at a pep rally, anything to help motivate students and get them to do things. But also what makes me unique, I think, within the education realm especially is I want to get to know who everybody is. Mm -hmm. I don't have a certain group of people and my door is always open. You know, Mm -hmm. the open door policy come in, let's talk about it. And not everybody operates that way. So I feel like I'm unique in that way. But willing to dress up like a female in a beastly beauty pageant. (laughs) Coloring my hair red and white for pep rally or playoff games or, you know, mm-hmm. taking the heat for the wild bunch, doing some crazy things at soccer games <laughs> and no other schools had representation. However, we always had representation and getting called in because we were running flags in front of the opposing side, you know. <laughs> But again, if the students know that you have their best interest at heart, as well as you're going to have their back no matter what, they're going to have your back no matter what. And so mm-hmm. I could go off all day on stories that I could tell you. There were some great ones. There were some scary ones that I'm thinking, wow, I mm-hmm. should have never let that happen. But, you know, hey, no harm, no foul. That's yeah. my philosophy. By listening to you explain that, I look at it and I think, oh my gosh. This guy taught me how to be a good coach. Like for real, you leading by example. I mean, I am, I've taken that, I think from you, because I don't know any other teacher that's willing to push, you know, push the envelope so much. And that's, I mean, even with my soccer boys, I know that I'm just a, you know, a soccer coach or whatever, but like, I'm willing to go and ask, you know, like even if people are like, oh, they'll probably say no. It's like, okay, but they haven't said no yet. The worst, the worst thing they could say. Yeah. And, I mean, and to be honest, I heard a quote the other day where someone said the, the worst phrase in, in schools or in churches or is, oh, well, that's the way we've always done it. And it's like, I'm there to change that somehow because like so many times there's always improvements that could be made. Not saying the way that you're doing it right now is bad, but how can we push that envelope? And I love that. Apparently, I've learned that from you. (laughs) So that's great. Well, anyways, you said you had a bunch of stories, but before we get into any of them, let's go ahead and take a real quick break and we'll be right back. For you, the listeners of the Teacher Recharge Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service 
whenever I have a guest on the show, I ask them for a recommendation. So, Gary Vaden, what is your recommendation? So, my recommendation for the book, and I don't know if it's audio or not, but it's called The Fearless Organization. And this is a book that I recently read here at work, and we did groups, and it's talking about psychological safety. And what what is psychological safety? Where you feel like you have or you're comfortable going to your upper people and be able to talk about things and not feel threatened or mm-hmm. afraid to say what you're thinking. This book really touched home in a lot of ways, wow. opened my eyes to a lot of things. And it's amazing how many people really don't feel psychologically safe at the workplace. And yeah. if you're not psychologically safe at the workplace, there are issues with that. Because you're not happy. Definitely. So if you want to get a copy of The Fearless Organization, go ahead, go to audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge, pick yours up. It's a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial. And that sounds like a book that all a lot of us, unfortunately, a lot of us could use that. So please go and do that. Audibletrial.com slash teacher recharge. Back to the show. We're back with Gary Vaden. It sounds weird. Like it feels weird for me to call you Gary because I'm so used to saying <laughs> Mr. Vaden. But wow, times have changed as it's the time of the show that I love the most. It is story time. That is when I shut the heck up and let the guests do the talking. Now, this story could be sad, it could be happy, it could be comedic, it could be downright embarrassing. But whatever it is, it's up to Mr. Vaden. So, Gary, it is your story time. Floor is yours. Thank you, Fred. I appreciate that. (laughs) Stories, man. In 30 years, you gain a lot of stories and a lot of fun stories, sad stories. You know, I think some of my favorite stories come from being a sponsor of Wild Bunch. That was an amazing group of young men. And I'll never forget the time we were at a football game. Wild Bunch, kind of. if you know anything about Texas Tech football, they have the saddle trims. So I tried to, in a lot of ways, develop this group around what the saddle trims do. So we decided we were going to do the bell circle in the middle of the field like the saddle trims. And people at the beginning thought, what are you doing? And why do you think you're, why do you think you can do this? So I had the guys, you know, practice. I had Saddle Tramp people come in because I had former students in my Wild Bunch group that became Saddle Tramps, which I thought was amazing because it's like, wow, um, this is pretty cool. So we started doing that. We run out, do our circle in the middle field, and people are just kind of sitting there. So (laughs) then we took a little break and went over to the stands, kind of told them what we needed them to do in order to participate. Take two, try it again, and they just still kind of sat there. (laughs) So a few of them, I think, Fred, you may have been a part of that, went over to the crowd and said, okay, we really, in order to make this work, need y'all's help. Mm -hmm. Um, Went over, gave them the instructions one more time. Take three, (laughs) go back out. They actually participated. And, you know, that became a tradition. I don't know if it still is. Kind of lost touch with I think after I left, things really changed there not slamming anything. Mm -hmm. I did push the envelope a lot with the wild bunch because I thought 
we've got to get the crowd involved. If you've been to Texas football games, you know, typically crowds don't get involved till it's too late. Yeah. Well, in my world, we need to be involved at the beginning to keep it going. So we did push that envelope. However, with that, we had a lot of respect in the community because we were invited to go to elementary schools and do things. We were invited into community things to do things, but I was never ashamed of, you know, what these guys were going to do. Mm-hmm. I always knew they weren't going to embarrass me too much, but you know, I kind of asked for it if it happened. So they were a lot of fun. Other stories, you know, you have those kids who come to you and they're carrying a lot of baggage, a mm-hmm. lot of baggage. And as educators, we forget that a lot. And we don't really realize where people are coming from. And this is where my active listening piece comes into play. Mm-hmm. I've had suicidal students and not picking up on those signs could have been very dangerous for that student. And to think if I would have lost a student because I wasn't listening to what they were saying and their outcry for help, how could I live that way? So it's hard and it's hard in the educator world because you've got lesson plans, you've got classes to teach and everything else that people are throwing at you from all directions. You sponsor things, you coach, you do, and that student could fall through the crack. Mm-hmm. They can put up the best front. They can look happy. They can make you think everything is great. And But you've got to watch. Mm-hmm. Watch what's going on. I love being in the halls. That was my favorite time of the day always because you watch behaviors and you watch who people are hanging out with. You know, I had a student who I thought was doing great finally started observing hallway behaviors and I never stood in the same spot. A lot of times I did, but not always. Mm -hmm. If you move locations, you really pick up on a lot of different things. And it's like, wow, I did not know they were hanging out with them. Had a student who I thought hanging out with the right people, making right choices. They would never do the drugs. They would never do the alcohol. They would never party. Lo and behold, find out differently by moving locations. It's funny how that works. Who they really were hanging out with and what was really going on. Yeah. So I did call them in my office. We had a great conversation and I was able to help save that person from going down completely that dark path. So you got to be active. Your awareness of what's around you, I feel, is also something that's very unique to you because... A lot of teachers, when they're in the hallways, in my opinion, are just looking for, you know, IDs and making sure people, you know, like are up to dress code and stuff. But you're listening to those conversations. You're trying to keep as much awareness with what your students are doing. That's some ninja stuff right there. That's some good stuff. You know, one one thing on that listening piece, I always had students in my office, always. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I could be at my computer working and doing things and they're in there having conversations. Mm-hmm. They think I'm sitting there working. I'm actively listening to what those yeah. conversations are. And it's really interesting what you can learn from what those conversations are. However, if they don't think they can trust you and feel comfortable talking to you in those conversations, mm-hmm. then they're not going to do that. 
exactly. so you're going to miss out. So you've got to make them feel comfortable and trust you in order to have those conversations. Right. And that's where wanting to get to know everyone, having that open door policy, doing things that respect your students, they respect you back. You build that relationship. Now you can be led into their life, which is a really awesome path. One one thing I wanted to mention real quick, because you told the story about Wild Bunch. I just want people to know why we could push the envelope so much. So the cool thing about Wild Bunch is that to get into it, you had to be nominated by what, three teachers? Yes. So what that means <laughs> is when we push the envelope and maybe go too far, People get, maybe we offend someone or something like that, which didn't happen all the time or whatever. But if it did. Only uh, once a week. Right. Only once a week. <laughs> I mean, I remember one other Permian versus OHS pep rally. We had this Mortal Kombat thing where we dunked a head into a basketball goal. Right. <laughs> it was insane. But the reason you can get away with that is when people are like, hey, what the heck was that? You're like, yo, you nominated us. I don't know what, <laughs> you know, what are you? What's what the you issue? Doing? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and it also means that, you know, you talked about trusting us and kind of like, hey, they're not going to embarrass me. And if they do, I kind of deserve it. Like that kind of shows you, hey, these kids are respected enough by teachers to that these teachers think, hey, they have the time for this and they'll be good at it. Absolutely. So that's great. Well, we are about out of time, unfortunately. This has been a fantastic final episode. But if people want to get in touch with you, ask some questions or, or continue this conversation, how can they do that? I'm going to give my work email address yep. just because that's the best way. And also, a little plug for me, if you're interested in getting your master's degree in education, you know, I'm the guy to talk to. So my email, my name, Gary Vaden, and my email is Gary V as in Victor dot Bama at UA dot edu. Phone number is 205-348-0089. And just ask for Gary, not able to give my direct line out. Of course. You know. <laughs> Because I am that guy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but yeah, definitely reach out to me. I would be happy to visit with you. Maybe you're struggling with some things and need some tips and tricks on maybe how to reach out to students. And I'd be more than happy to visit with you on that. Awesome. Well, we will definitely provide a link to all of that good stuff in the description and don't forget you can always reach out to me i'd love to hear from you as well teacher recharge podcast at gmail.com you can follow the instagram or twitter at teacher recharge on both of those mr vaden classic it was fantastic oh wow i'm a rapper this was an amazing episode and i really appreciate you taking the time to to talk today as do all the listeners I do appreciate the opportunity and hopefully maybe I got you to thinking about some things. So thank you, Fred, for the opportunity. I do feel privileged to be able to have this opportunity. We're almost at the end of the show, but first, the weekly challenge. Each week I give you a challenge to take into the week to help you make the biggest impact possible in the lives of your students. This week, Gary talked a lot about really listening to your students. Uh, one of my favorite poets, I think his name is Propaganda is, is the name he goes by, but he says something he, in one of his poems. He says, you know, your presence is God's present and you should be that, you know, present. And I think that's a really big theme of today's talk with, with Mr. Vaden is 
we really need to be present and listening to our students so that we can really start to impact their lives and understand where they're coming from. Especially going into summer, we want to know that they're going into a summer where they're going to be safe and where they're going to continue to grow. So as you ask your students different questions this week, how about making sure you're actively listening to what they have to say? All right. Season one has been fantastic. Thank you so much. Do not forget to tell other people about this podcast, but also reach out to me. Let me know what I can do better. Let me know what I've done well. Let me know how we can make this thing go from, you know, 100 to a bajillion. You know, like how can I go to the next level with this? I would love to know it. Teacher Recharge Podcast at gmail.com or on the Twitter and Instagram at Teacher Recharge. Thank you so much for everything this season. Love you guys. Until next school year, peace.